Welcome to the Downfield Shot, episode five. This is a podcast full of hot takes, analysis, outtakes, and bold predictions across all levels of the world of football. My name is Chase Gadapi, and just want to start off by saying thank you so much for taking your time out of your day to listen to this podcast. The podcast is available on SoundCloud, Spotify, Podbean, and now on Apple Podcasts. But wherever you're listening to, thank you for a ton of support, and make sure to share, like, and follow, and be sending in your thoughts daily to our email and, op- and, and your opinions about the world of football we live in. As always, I'll put the links to the profile at the end of this episode, and be sure to check those out. And Matthew Phillips is back with, back with me. What's up? How's it going, man? Excited to be back on. It's been it's been a little while, but I know you got a bunch of questions, and I'm pumped to yeah, we, get yeah. to those. So. Yeah, we have a ton of questions sent in today, so we're just going to go ahead and dive, in, dive right into it. All right, so let's start off with the uh, round Steelers fight. I know this was a hot topic with a lot of people, and obviously the fight, and it shouldn't never happen, and people apologize, all that kind of stuff for it. But I want to talk about specifically about the uh, the suspensions that were given to both teams. Miles Garrett was suspended indefinitely for the rest of the year, uh, rightfully so, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Pouncey, Marquise Pouncey for the Steelers was now down to two games, and the Browns' defensive lineman was now at one game. Mm-hmm. But uh, what I want to talk about is Mason Rudolph was not fined or given a suspension for anything he did. And he kind of played like the victim in all those press conferences. He was like, oh, like, I'm sorry. Like, I was hit. Like, I was attacked. Like, and in my opinion, his role is almost one of the one that started it. I believe that he wasn't the only person that started the fight, but he did a lot of stuff to start that fight. Like, if you watch the video, he, he like, twists Miles Garrett's helmet. He tries to take it off. He tries to throw a punch in there. He grabs he grabs the area you, you should not grab on a person. Like, but he was given nothing. I want to know your thoughts because, like, People are, are upset by this a lot. Yeah. Um. Obviously, I believe that. I understand being a you know being on the field myself. You know, little stuff happens like that, and a lot of time the guy who does it first doesn't really get in trouble. You know, because yeah. the referees and everyone else kind of sees what happened second. Yeah. Um. I know, like even yesterday came out like there's uh, Miles Garrett accused Mason Rudolph of using like a racial slur. You know, whatever that might have been, yeah. which is obviously like you know not cool, not okay, and whatnot. Yeah. And I think obviously I think Mason started it, but what Miles Garrett did, I think Miles Garrett has a right to like have a response. But I did he take it too far? I think yes. Does he have a right to like kind of shove him, get in his face, and get mad? I think he does. Like it sounds kind of bad, but I think he does. Now, does taking ripping his helmet off and hitting him in the head with it no, too yeah. far? Yeah, always. Yeah. But do you think uh, Mason Rudolph should be fined for something? Because even with even I understand like the first person for the first person never gets caught. But when a day of age of where there's so many exactly. replays and so many yeah. questions and yep. so many like video stuff, like it's very obvious what Mason yep. Rudolph did to start the fight. Yeah, and that's what's hard about living in today's age, you know, everything <laughs> you're gonna you say, caught. you're going to get caught. Like, it's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I, I, I think he does. I think he I think he does. Now, unfortunately, I don't think he deserves maybe as long as suspension as Miles Garrett. Yeah, no. Just because of the pure... I mean, the dude ripped the dude's helmet off and him in the head. Yeah. But I think he still does because, I mean, man, he started it and it turned into this really big thing. Yeah, I mean, I don't think he I don't think he deserves to be suspended, but he definitely got to get fined. Something, something. Yeah, I mean, I mean of course, like, right. the fines these days mean nothing because of, like, yeah. how much money people have. But still, it puts a precedence out there that, like, yeah. doesn't matter what you do, like, you're going to get you're gonna get fined. Exactly. So, anyway. Yeah. All right, so moving on to back to Division Two college football. Uh, last week, there was a linebacker. Chris Hood would tell anybody on his senior day he was going to score on his, and this was his final touchdown of his whole entire game. He said he was going to score in his final game, and all was going to go well, right? So he's actually the NCAA's career leading tackles across all levels. 
So he's going, 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 right? And over when so his team's winning the game seventy to fourteen, right? <laughs> and Texas A&M Kingsville has a fumble, right? And then John O'Kelly, who's a sophomore on University of let's see, University of Texas Permian Bayesian, picks up picks up the ball, he runs back, I think, eighty five yards, ninety yard, and the last ten yards the last ten yards of his of his run, he turned around and he gives the ball to Chris Hode. And everyone's like, What why would he do that? He just takes ten yards to score, right? Well when he was interviewed about it, Hode like Hode's yelling him as they're going down, Go score, go score, you're good. And then O'Kelly turned around and goes, and I was looking back, I saw him and I decided to give him the ball and let him go score. It was his senior night. Now this took viral. <laughs> this went viral. Everyone's like, "Oh my gosh! Like this is what this is what we need." So we got to see him, especially with, in, like in lieu of a fight and all that kind mm-hmm. of stuff. Like this guy's given, this guy's given the ball the ball to his senior his his buddy who's a senior, and I and I I just think it's a pretty cool thing, especially in today's. I just, I just want to kind of get you. What's here. his What's what was his name? Chris. So Chris Hode was the was the, was the senior that got the ball. Yes. And then where's the guy's name? John O'Kelly Gosh, was the one I, that got the ball. I actually did not see this. I have not actually really? heard about this. No. Here, here, here's the video. Let's you watch it real quick. Yeah, let's check this out. And he lost the ball. O'Kelly's got it. O'Kelly's down there looking for a block. That's him. Get a block yeah. for John. Let John go. John's going to score. O'Kelly. Oh, he hits it Handed it uh, off to Hogue. He handed it no off way. to Hogue. Why did you do that, O'Kelly? Yeah. Okay. So, interesting. Interesting. I mean, I just think it's cool because like that was yeah. his senior night, and he just decided to like, give it to us over senior night, let him score. Yeah, no, that is sick. That's Dang, dope. Check out their helmets. Those yeah, the helmets are sick. Sick. I saw that. Uh, the helmets Dang. are absolutely nasty. Like Oregon's wing helmets, I but love they're it. black with orange wings. I love it. Dang. I love it. Yes, sir. All right, let's move on to the NFL real quick. I had a couple. I had a couple questions sent in about this. Um, where did it go? My buddy Levi sent in. Will Lamar Jackson fade away like Cam Newton? That's that's the thing I was uh, asking myself last night because I don't know if it was you asking me the question or. Some one of our one of our buddies, but um, he's talking about because Deshaun Watson and the Lamar Jackson matchup, and I was talking about you know who would you take right now to like be your franchise quarterback? And right off the top of my head, I'm like, well, like Lamar's tearing it up, so like probably Lamar. But like this has happened time and time again. Like we've talked about it a little bit before, but like RG three was bomb his first year. You know, Cam Newton his first couple of years like tore up the NFL, but like look at both of them now, and it's just it's just going to the point like well this. Because every year we're like, will this be the guy? Will this be, you know, that type of quarterback? Yeah. You know, that way that he plays, will this be the guy that breaks the narrative? Will he break it, or is it going to fall? Really? In, in your opinion, will he? No. If I if I have to say yes or no right now, I think if anyone, it's going to be him. The way he goes about it, I think he could be the guy to do it. 100%. I, if there's one, if there's gonna be one guy, I think he's a guy. Yeah, I think, in when you look at the question, it's will Lamar Jackson fade away like Cam Newton? It's no, a, not at all. It's a good question. I think Cam Newton was a different runner than Lamar. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Cam Newton's six five, built like a freaking truck. Yeah. Lamar Jackson's a little bit smaller, but he's he's not he's not he's not one of those skinny dudes that yeah. just run around. Like he's actually kind of thick if, if you look at him. Yeah. But I think I think it's different because Cam Newton was a 
run it like run up the middle. He's not really, not really going to beat you outside, and then he can throw the ball. Exactly. Whereas Lamar's like a wide receiver playing quarterback that can throw the ball really, like really well. Mm-hmm. So I think that's a little bit different for defenses because like when you have a kid that can run sideline to sideline up and down the field and almost never get tackled. That's different. That's different than guard than to worry about a quarterback running up the middle. Exactly, and that, that was kind of one of Lamar Jackson knocks, being like, "Oh, you know, he's kind of small. He's not as big as Cam Newton." And like Cam Newton was kind of, oh, because people thought Cam Newton could be the guy because he was so big, but in the end, like since he was like you know slower, ran up the middle, and used like that in the NFL is he took a lot more shots than Lamar. And Lamar's talked about. I've seen Lamar slide, you know. Yeah. Cam, I didn't often see Cam Newton slide. No, not so. at all. And I think, and I think Lamar knows what he's he's yeah. he's in the NFL, yeah. so he has to worry about the hits he's going to take and yep. stuff like that. So, staying on the, with the Carolina Panthers, do you think Cam Newton's done, even with his surgery and his not interest in the Bears or interest in other players? Do you think he's done in Carolina? I think there's a very very good chance that he's done in Carolina. Um, yeah. I think Carolina. I mean, look at what Christian McCaffrey's doing. The man's 23. Yeah. He's. He's gonna. Be, he's not even in his. I guess he's not even in his technical like NFL prime yet. Not and the close. dude is tearing up the NFL. Yeah. And Carolina's like, we need a quarterback who's gonna like. They don't want that to go to waste. You know, they got Luke Keekley and like. I think. I think Cam's done. I. I don't know where. Yeah. But. And with Kyle Allen stepping in as the quarterback in Carolina, he's a young dude too. He is. He so is. now you have a young dude like mm-hmm. him who's he's shown like he's not what he needs to be, obviously, mm-hmm. but he's he's shown a lot of promise. And I think when you put a a guy like Kyle Allen back there, and then you have Christian McCaffrey right next to him, I think you have a lot of young people around there that you can build your program on. Yes. With I love Cam Newton, but I think. In in aspects of him being with the Panthers, I th- I think he's sh- I, I think he's done there. Yeah. Where, where, where if he goes to the Bears, I don't know. If he goes other places, I don't really know. But I think I think his time, as specific to the question, is done in Carolina. Yep. Thank yes. you. All right. What are the Dolphins gonna do in the near future with all the draft picks that they have? <laughs> Potentially number one, number two, depending on on what the on what the Bengals do. But what like if like, here, let, let me ask you this: If you were the Dolphins' GM. If you're the Dolphins head coach and you get to choose what you're going to do with two first-round picks, what are you doing? Um, if are you, Do they have the first overall pick? I mean, probably will. Um, depends on, on what the Bengals do. The Bengals right now are looking really bad. <laughs> so it could be the Bengals at one, them at two. But, let, okay, let, let's just say that. Let's, let, let's say the Dolphins yep. had number one okay. overall. I'm going to try to t- take Chase Young right away. Chase I, Young, really? I'm going to put aside what's happened. You know, I'm not that worried about it in the end. Over the quarterbacks coming out? That's what I was going to hear. I was going to get to their next. So okay. I'm going to take Chase Young. I don't – I just <clears> – Just uh, because I was actually just reading this, like, yesterday. I think uh, the scout, like, 2020 quarterback class, like, what is it actually going to look like? You know, with Tua kind of being hurt a lot recently, it kind of yeah, makes, I think, it, it makes yeah, it harder. Like, yeah. I don't know. I feel bad. I feel bad for the guy. And then it's like – because originally it was like tank for Tua, you know. Yeah. But now it's like, I don't no, know, like Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow. It's gonna be like, where does um, Justin Herbert stand? Where does Jalen Hurts stand? So ideally, I'm gonna take Chase Young because of how consistent, like, edge rushers, first overall picks have been, like Clowney, the yeah, Miles Garrett, stuff like that. How consistent they've been at being productive in the NFL, and then I'm gonna t- try to take one of those quarterbacks. Ideally, I'd probably be Joe Burrow first, but I I would I would look to guys like maybe Herbert around like tenth or something like that. So that's probably where I'd be at. Yeah. Um, see, I would go if I were the Dolphins. 
quarterback first and then I mean I think you almost have to go quarterback first just from the aspect of their team like mm-hmm. what they have um, they've got some young wide receivers coming around mm-hmm. and I, I mean with all due respect to Josh Rosen he's not he's not not gonna get it done in the NFL yeah um, <laughs> I mean if I mean if if worse comes to worse you get a, you get a quarterback a young quarterback and push Josh Rosen and see if he can actually compete yeah. at that level but if not well now you got a first round quarterback pick um, I don't know see specific to what quarterback I would take um, with all due respect, I'm not. I'm not taking Tua just because of his injury yeah, and makes it hard. I mean, and I believe Tua, Tua should stay one more year at Alabama. Might but, as, I think but that's, might as well. But that's a different conversation. But I think if I were the Dolphins, I'm taking either a quarterback number one overall or number two or whatever you mm-hmm. want to take. Yep. And then your second round pick, your second first round pick. I don't. Chase Young's not gonna still not gonna still be on the board, yeah, obviously. Yeah. But I'm I'm taking a, a receiver too. Okay. I'm taking a quarterback and a receiver first round, mm. and I'm gonna build my yeah, program like around a Bama there. receiver. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, if they're not gone before that, yeah. but yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. they're both available. Yeah, <laughs> take one of them. But yeah. we'll see. Perfect. All right, shoot me, shoot me at the next one. Okay, so let's stay on the NFL a little bit more. Vic or Jackson? Oh man. Just kind of quick thoughts. Uh, yeah, I, I saw something about this a little bit ago. I think Jalen Ramsey tweeted out to at Mike Vick, like, how do how did people stop you in Madden? Because I'm trying to stop Lamar Jackson right yeah. now. But, yeah. Um, I don't know, man. I think where Vick – I mean, Vick was absolute dynamite when he was yeah. with Atlanta for those couple years. Like, he's literally – he was doing, like, the same thing, to, you know, Lamar Jackson right now. I don't know if – Obviously, we all know like what happened to Vic. I don't think he lived up quite to the hype that he was. I mean, yeah, probably should have or was needed to. I think it's really soon to tell, but I, ugh, I think I'm going to take Lamar Jackson. Honestly, it's very, I, it's a, it's kind of bold, but that's yeah, a huge bold pick. Uh, I think it's a little bit too early to tell who's going to be better, no, Lamar, I, I Lamar Jackson, or Michael Vick. I agree. Um, I hope my, Lamar Jackson stays has his head on right yeah. his whole entire career because if if he does, he's going to be better. He's yes. he could be. Better than Michael Michael Vick, he could be better than some of the dual threat that we that we've seen so far. Absolutely. Um, right now, I'm taking Vick just because of obviously Lamar Jackson Young hasn't really played a full couple seasons to show us what we can do. Yeah. But I think I think without a doubt Lamar Jackson we will be better than yeah. Michael Vick, if not ten times better than Michael Vick. Mm-hmm. But we'll see. All right, sticking with go back to college football now. Trevor, touchdown Jesus Lawrence. I'm pretty sure you've seen this <laughs> I picture. I saw is it the presentation yeah, thing? So this, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a picture of a classroom at Clemson University, and it's very obvious Trevor Lawrence to the right, standing up next to it. The presentation says, how do I get my hair to look like this? <laughs> Bye, Trevor, touchdown Jesus Lawrence. And I, it's not really a question. I think, I think it's just hilarious when, when, when we talk about stuff like this. Yeah. Um, I... I'm gonna say I'm gonna say it's not him that did the presentation. Yeah, I'm gonna say it's like one of his buddies to the left that actually did it. He's just up there doing it for him. Yeah, but this this is hilarious. It's awesome. No, that, that's the, that kind of stuff makes that's what makes like I don't know. That was college football really fun and all yeah, that kind of stuff. Without a doubt, so, like that that's just kind of stuff that you that, look at and it's college football. You're just like, yeah. ha, that's what it should that's, be. That's that's awesome. All right, let's go to the playoff rankings. <clears throat> I'll read them off real quick. LSU nope. number one, Ohio State two, Clemson three, Georgia four, Alabama five, Oregon six, Utah seven, Penn State at eight, and, mm-hmm. everyone else, and Oklahoma at nine. Everybody else is kind of out of the race at this point. Um, my question is, if Penn State beats Ohio State Saturday, mm-hmm. does Penn State get in the top four with them, with them at eight right now? With Alabama still out, Oregon still out, Utah still out. I don't think so, just because of that loss to Minnesota. 
I, I understand that it helps that Minnesota is actually like good and stuff like that, but I don't. I think it hurts them. Yeah, just being that. Ah, ugh, that one's tough. That one's tough. Just because like like Oregon's at six. Like we don't really talk about them. Utah's at seven. What we don't talk about them. Yeah, I don't. You know, I don't. I don't comment on that one. Yeah. But I think it'll be interesting because with Penn State at eight. So number four through number ten in the college football rankings are all are all nine and one. Mm-hmm. So now it now now it boasts the question if because let's let's see let's see this. Um, no one else except for I mean even Florida is the only other team that's going to play a rank a, a, a number one through three rank and then with all due respect Florida's not going to make it to the all four. Yeah. So Penn State has the only likely chance of beating a un, of an. An undefeated team at Ohio State number two on Saturday night. I think I think they do jump in the top four. Penn State does. I think they do jump in the pot top because if you beat Ohio State and you're at eight with, and I think they're only at eight because not gonna beat Ohio State. Uh, see, I don't know. I don't. <laughs> all right, fine. Let's let's let's, let's see. Let's let's, see. let's let's talk about that. Okay. Can can Penn State beat Ohio State? No. Why? Do you know what? Have you seen what Justin Fields been doing? Have you seen who Ohio State's beaten? I don't. I know, but it's been by like just da- pure dominance. Pure dominance. It's still a college football game. It's, it's okay, but with all due respect, game. Penn State's played better teams so okay. far. I understand right. they lost to Minnesota. Okay. Minnesota was a good team. Uh, yeah, they're, th- good. they're a they're a good, good team. team. Yeah, I think Penn State can beat Ohio. I don't know if they will. Mm-hmm. I don't. I really don't know if they will. Yeah. I think. I think they can. I think they have all. I think they have all the tools to do it. Mm-hmm. With in my. In my own opinion, for whatever it's worth. Yeah. So right now Alabama's at five. Could they be left out of it? You can't. You can't leave Alabama out of it. See, here's you the can't. issue. I don't. I don't think Alabama's going to play in an SEC title. God. LSU would have to lose twice, and I don't. I don't That's see them insane. losing. So, oh. uh, and LSU has to play. Well, more than likely, they'll they'll probably win the SEC SEC championship. So now it comes. So, they'll play Georgia. So here's here's what it's come down come down to. LSU plays Georgia and then the SEC title game. That game determines who stays in the top four, in my opinion. Yeah, I would agree. If, L- if, yeah. if LSU, so let's if let's let's put something out there. If Ohio State wins, Clemson wins out. Mm-hmm. LSU, Georgia plays an SEC title game. Number five is Alabama. Number six is Oregon. Yep. So say LSU say LSU beats Georgia in the SEC championship. Does that allow Alabama to get in, even though they weren't in the SEC championship? Because if, or does that allow someone like Oregon to hop over them? So you're saying if LSU wins or if LSU loses? If L- say LSU beats Georgia, then Georgia, Georgia's out. So Georgia drops out because they're. I mean, they're at four right now. So then does it bump? It'd be Alabama Louisiana to State, four. Ohio State, Clemson, and then does that jump Alabama to four, or does that? Since Al, uh, they weren't even in the SEC team, does that allow Oregon to jump over them to get to four? Here's what I think. I think if LSU wins the SEC, SEC title game, yep. bumps Georgia out indefinitely. If Oregon wins the Pac-12, they get in over Bama. I think Oregon goes number four. <laughs> Only because of the conference title. Because I think if, if, you're, if, if, if you're the playoff committee, I don't, think you can, I don't think you can keep out a conference title winner that's at nine and one at six overall. I agree with with a number with a with a top four team losing. I agree. I but, think when uh, do I? Uh, you can't tell me though. Like Alabama plays Oregon, that 
you know, you can't tell me rightfully that Oregon's a better overall team than Alabama right now, even without Tua. You cannot tell me that. No, I I, like, I would agree with by you. By the numbers, technically Oregon should get in over them. Yeah. But should they? You know, I don't know. That's I think I think I think so. Just because I don't think the com- the committee is going to keep out a team like that, which will cause chaos. Yeah. Yeah. I think if you keep out a team like Oregon with an Alabama loss and then a Georgia loss, and especially if Oregon wins their respective conference, I don't think you can keep them out. Yeah. I don't know. But, but then let's talk about Georgia being four. Do you think Georgia, Georgia should be four? And nine and one with a loss to South Carolina unranked? Probably not. I think but, Bama should probably be four. Really? They could be five or six with Oregon. But, yeah, I don't know. We'll have to see. We will have to see. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be very this interesting. Whole, this last week. Last couple of weeks have been It's going to be interesting. Absolutely. Since you, I mean, Minnesota's going to play Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. I, even if they beat Wisconsin, Wisconsin's not even in the top 25 yeah. right now. I mean, I'm sorry. I'll take that 12. back. They're, they're 12. Yeah. I was not looking at the right one. If um, they beat Ohio State. If that they, would cause chaos. Yeah, I, I don't think they will. They don't I don't even think they win that. They get in because they're with the last time. No, Iowa, but, not at all. Yeah. Um, it's just, I don't know. Okay, so let's talk about the Heisman rankings. Mm-hmm. This is where you're going to get This is where you're going to get kind of hurts. This is where you're going to get kind of fired up. Jalen hurts. I disagree, but. I just said it. Tell me why. Jalen hurts. Um, I th- I know you're going to say Joe Burrow, and, like, I can't necessarily argue against that, you know, but yeah. I, I don't I don't know. Um, I think I think Joe Burrow could be an elite, but, again, we have to look back at the Heisman winner. Did you see the game that Jenner, the Oklahoma came back against Baylor? That is literally the definition of a Heisman moment. I understand Burrow, like, beat Bama. That's kind of his Heisman moment. But, but like, that's a Heisman moment, too. I, that's what, I know. I, I admit that. But like He threw the, for almost 400 I against Alabama. It, but the, that comeback against Baylor, Baylor, what was Baylor ranked, 12th? Yeah, they were, they were undefeated. Yeah. So I, I don't, that's that's yeah. a straight Heisman moment. It's I, tough. I think Joe Burrow will win, but I think Chandler should win. I think he should. I don't uh, – I think if – if LSU wins out all the way up to the to the voting, um, Joe Burrow wins. I think without a yeah. doubt. Um, I would love to see Jalen Hurts win. Yeah. Uh, yes, I'm on the Jalen Hurts train. Yes, I am because I just think of the, of, of, of his story and who he is and what he did. Like yes, but I still got my vote with Joe Burrow. Yeah. Just because of the 393 yard, three touchdown performance against the Alabama defense that was playing on fire. I mean, relatively yeah. on fire the whole mm-hmm. game, and then throwing for almost 500 and. Five scoring throws against Ole Miss next week. Yeah. Um, he, I mean, Joe Burrow leads the <laughs> leads the FBS completion percentage, and second to Washington State's Anthony Gordon on yeah. passing t- passing yards and touchdown passes, which is obvious on the air raid system yeah. of Washington. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It'll be fun. It's gonna be. I don't, especially with so like I'm looking at Bleacher Reports, Heisman Watch, and it's Jalen. I mean, Joe Burrow one, Jalen Hurts two. Where does Fields come in? Just curious, quick. Oh yeah. So I think Fields is a sleeper. I think I, I, that's what I was, we, we, we need to talk about next is, I think Justin <coughs> Fields is a sleeper. Yeah. Just from a pure fact of he has opportunities to Penn State, Michigan, mm-hmm. Wisconsin, Minnesota, possibly Minnesota. Yeah. I think he's a sophomore too. 
gosh, the fact that I'm as old as him. Yeah, it's it's depressing. Yeah. But all right. Well, I mean, I, I think. I think Justin Fields is going to – I don't think Justin Fields will win it this year. He has a very possibility of winning it next year, especially with Burrow and Hurts gone. But exactly. I think we're going to need to look at Fields as a possible sleeper. Yep, of course. Coming in, sliding in late. Absolutely. So, all right, going back to the NFL. Is Christian McCaffrey a top running back, if not the best running back in the league? Yes. Why? Look at the numbers. He is – this was actually kind of surprised me. I saw a stat. I think it was, I don't know if it was rushing yards or over, I think it was rushing yards. So the fact that he has the rushing yards and his just receiving ability out of the backfield. Um, he, has, he has over 1,000 yards rushing and 500 yards exactly. receiving. No one else. No one else is. Dalvin Cook actually comes in at a close second, but the way McCaffrey is carrying that Carolina offense and playing is. And he just got ranked 99 on Madden. 99 overall. 99 Nine overall, baby. That's kind of 23. I mean, it's 23. So, yeah, yeah, that's super sweet. I think he is the best running back in the NFL right now. Yeah. yeah. I think he is. All right. So, let's stick with uh, the NFL. The MVP race. Lamar Jackson's number one. Russell Wilson, two. And Dak Prescott has kind of entered the mix. So, let's talk about Russell Wilson and Lamar Jackson real quick. If you had to take your MVP vote today, would it go to Lamar Jackson or Russell Wilson? Like right now, I think it would. This is this is what is really interesting. I think this it's kind of like the Heisman race. It's pretty similar to the Heisman race going on. Yeah. But um, man, the way if Lamar Jackson can finish out the year the way he's been playing, I think you have to you have to give it to him. Yeah. I understand what Russell Wilson has done, um, what he has done this year. I wouldn't be like shocked and like in arms if Russell Wilson were to win. Yeah, no, not at all. But I think right now Lamar Jackson wins. If the MVP vote was like today, this afternoon. Yeah, so I'm looking at it right now. It's Lamar Jackson at one with 23 points. Russell Wilson at two with 21 points. Dak Prescott at 13 points. Deshaun heck, Watson at four. No, at this so at this point it's it is Russell Wilson versus Lamar Jackson. I don't know where the Dak Prescott came in. Like he's had a couple good games, but he's got a couple games over 400. What's the Cowboys I think record? Like I don't, six and five, something like that. Yeah, I don't, I don't really know. think. No, it, I don't. I don't. This think. is Russell Wilson versus Lamar Jackson. So yeah. Yeah, I think hot take. I think if the Ravens continue to win, even if they drop one, like one more game, oh, that's I fine. think Lamar Jackson yeah. still wins it. Yep. Just because if I think the NFL is a little bit more prestigious in their in their MVP award, yeah. as compared to a Heisman Trophy, but mm-hmm. uh, I think I think it'd be sick to see Lamar win a MVP trophy and a Heisman that Trophy. Be, has that been done before? before? He's twenty five. I, I, I don't, I don't, really I don't know. even know if that's been done before. before he's twenty five years old. Like that's kind of sick. All right, um, Jarrett Rio sent me a question, and it said, "Should the NCA pay players?" Thoughts. I think we talked about this a little, this is, a little bit ago. I don't know if we have but time I think, for I think this now one. it's a little bit more precedent. Yeah, we'll talk about it real I quick. I think we could have a whole one literally just talking about this. Yeah, and I think, probably. I mean, next one, episode six, make sure you guys listen to that because yeah. we might have to talk about that for might, a while. It might be a bunch about that. So just going back quick, Cam Newton, Barry Sanders, Mark Sound, Roger Staubach, Paul Horning, Frank Sinkwich are the only ones to win a Heisman in the NFL. Cam Newton being the most recent, 2015. So just quick, yeah, had to throw that out there. So pay, players being paid, should we, even, should we talk about it? Yeah, just real quick. Just got to throw it out there. Cause it was sent in. Are we going to talk about just Division One, or are we going to talk about across all divisions? Uh, D1 for now? Yeah, let's just go D1 across all. Across, let's go D1 across all sports. D1 across all sports. These The two sides are, you know, no, they're getting a free education. Not everybody's getting a free education. A lot of them are. 
majority free education. I'm not, but it's a difficult. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Very hop on that, but whatever. Facts. Um, yeah, that's that's what I mean. They're getting free education, and oftentimes they're getting to play on ESPN. You know, I'm sure a lot of them have a lot of good job opportunities after college. But then the thing is, some of them might not, since they're not getting paid. And maybe they're too focused on football, which, you know, that's easy to do when you're playing Division One football. You kind of have to be. But, man, and then there's how much money that NCAA makes off of them. <sighs> I, yeah. I, I, would, I, would, I would need to do a little <coughs> more research about it. But if you're going to ask me my first opinion right now, I think they could get something. I wouldn't be upset with them getting something. Yeah. Um, way at the, so in my own personal experience, when I was growing up, I was watching the Florida Gator games, like speeding a season ticket holder and just watching them all the time. Um, the way I looked at it is we would, me and my dad would stand outside the stadium after games and wait for players to come out and like take pictures or say hi or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they would constantly come out with maybe like a, a like a, a chicken sandwich and a, and a bag of fries after yeah. after a college football game, yeah. Division One. Yeah. And to me, I was like, oh, that's sick! Like like they get food. Yep. Well, now that I'm well, now that I'm playing college football and you're playing college football too, yeah. that's not a lot. No. For after a game. No, it's not, man. And the, and I actually I actually did, did the math to this. If you take a Power 5 team, if you take, I think it was three season ticket holders, like price for season, season, season tickets, mm-hmm. and you take that money the, the and, and you add all three of those season tickets up and put money towards food after a game, you can give a kid a full meal after yeah. a football game easily. Oh, <laughs> And all and, and all you give away is three season season tickets in a ninety thousand person stand. Yeah. Okay, congratulations, you lost three tickets. Doesn't matter. We're not going to them to people. Yeah. I think stuff like that is how you should pay players. I don't think you should hand players a check so you every think two weeks. They should be allowed to a little more stuff like like stipends. Sti- okay. Or yeah, I, I, nope. I think I think the word stipend is what I is what I would use like because food. Yeah. Food cards. Food cards. Maybe some entertainment kind of thing. Yeah, just some stuff like that. Whatever. And, it, and especially when, they, when when we get when we get jerseys. Yeah. Okay. When, and when I buy a Cam Newton jersey oh, from Auburn, okay. when I buy a Lamar Jackson from Louisville, when so I you, buy yeah, so like you that. think there's not they won't be paid all the same. You think it should no, be? No, no, no. Okay. I think I think it'll be the team d- decides what to pay. Okay. And then I think, and then obviously with the whole like buying entertainment stuff, so yeah. jerseys, video games possibly, yeah. stuff like that, I think, the ma- and, and yes, that's going to be a little bit unfair yeah. because with all due respect, like Division three, Division two, people won't be nope. recognized at nope. all in, in a cultural nope. ball game. Which, which is, yes, is fine. But, but I think it'll be different like that. So I think I think that's how we should pay players, yep. not okay. from a pure stuff. I like it. Stuff. I like it. We can get more in depth on that next time. So yeah, yeah. we we don't have enough time for that. Yeah. But all right, last question. Um, game day is that Ohio State Penn State this week, mm. and Ohio State fans are not happy with mm. this. They're very upset because oh, ESPN College Football Game Day is biased. It's SEC bias. No one likes Ohio State. Everyone's talked bad about Ohio State, which is mm-hmm. true sometimes. Yeah. But everyone's saying no, don't come. Like people are saying they're gonna boycott Game Day. <laughs> Will it happen? No, they're gonna show up. Obviously, they're gonna show up. Yeah. But I mean, I mean, I wanna I wanna know your thoughts real quick. Yeah. I mean, is it even worth it talking about or? <sighs> Man, I think I think it's a little overhyped. I don't know. Your fans are gonna go to Game Day if they love your team. Like that's yeah. just kind of it in the end. But. I, I'm really curious for the matchup. I think it's gonna be a really good game. Like it's kind of gonna be one of Ohio State's really big first like tests of the year coming in without out to week eleven. Yeah, yeah, week eleven, twelve, whatever. Yeah, this gonna be their first test. I'm really curious to see how Ohio State plays against them. If they blow, if they just like blow them out of the water, I'm gonna be like, okay, 
Ohio State's the real deal. Even if they win, not by a ton, I'm like, okay, I'm confident. You know, now if they kind of don't show up against Penn State, who's good, I don't know, you know, so. All right, let's yeah. go to let's go to predictions real quick, and then we'll go ahead and wrap this show up. Here we go. Penn right. State at Ohio State. This is it, it's a twelve o'clock noon kickoff. Should it be a night game? Yes, hundred percent. Why has the NCAA been doing? I don't know. But game. your thoughts, predictions? Ohio State. Really straight up. Yep, straight Ohio up. State. Ohio State. All right, I'm I'm taking Penn State. Yeah. Alabama. Okay, so Alabama's playing Western Carolina. They're so, probably gonna uh, blow out of the water. Yeah. This is gonna be Mac Jones's time. Mac Jones now has to take over for Tua, Tung- for Tua being injured the rest <clears throat> of the year. I think Alabama wins by a lot. Mm-hmm. I think Mac Jones is now like the top dog yep. at Alabama. Kay. Minnesota Northwestern. Minnesota at 10, Northwestern unranked. Minnesota. Bounce back. Yeah. Roll the boat. <laughs> <laughs> Number 21, Oklahoma State at West Virginia. Who do you got? Oklahoma State. Number 22, Iowa State at Kansas. Come on. Iowa, Iowa State. UCF at Tulane. UCF. I like UCF. Um, let's keep going. Boston College at 16 Notre Dame. I think it's going to be a weird... I'm going Boston College. It's going to be a weirdly close game. Boston College. Yes. Interesting. It's going to be a weirdly so close game. you think game. Boston College is going to come into Notre Dame and beat them? Notre Dame does this every year to us. Very true. Very true. Texas A&M at number four, Georgia. Georgia, but it's going to be a, also a weirdly close game. Number 13, Michigan at Indiana. Third time in a row, game, we have the same answer. Weirdly close game, but Michigan. <laughs> Michigan unranked, also does this to us. Unranked Texas at number 14, Baylor. Can the Bears pull off a win against a quote-unquote team that's back? No, they're not. I don't think they are. Uh, Baylor will win. Again, it's going to be, I think it could be weirdly close. <laughs> but yeah, Baylor. UCLA at USC. Now USC comes in ranked number 23. USC's on somewhat of a upward trend. I'll go USC. Yeah, no, they, no, they yeah. are for sure. Purdue at number 12, Wisconsin. If they had Rondale Moore and people like that, it'd be a different game. Yeah, but Wisconsin just going to run the ball Wisconsin's down there and throw it. Number 18, Memphis at South Florida. Memphis. Arkansas at number one, LSU. Arkansas, does Arkansas have any chance? No, Joe Burrow. <laughs> Not a chance in the world. Nope. Temple at number 19, Cincinnati. Weirdly close game also. Cincinnati's going to take it, but weirdly close game. Can Skyler Thompson and the Kansas State offense take down Texas Tech? Both teams unranked, but, I mean, it's going to be a good game. That's going to be like. a good, stinking game. Who you got? Texas Tech. Ooh, interesting. Number six, Oregon at Arizona State. Who you got? Oregon's going to run the table. Really? Straight run, and they're going to make their uh, reason why they should they're be gonna, fourth. That, that, that's, this is going to be the yep. game they're going to make the play. Okay. Yep. Tennessee at Missouri. Mizu. Tennessee Duke, sucks. Duke at Wake, Wake Forest. Sorry. Duke. TCU at number nine Oklahoma, can they can they can Straight Oklahoma get ahead and stay ahead? Shootout, but really? Oklahoma takes it. Oregon State at Washington State, both unranked. Washington State. Number seven Utah at Arizona. Utah. Number twenty Boise State at Utah State. Boise baby. Washington at Colorado. Go Buffs. And then finally San Diego State at Hawaii. Hawaii. Let's go my Hawaii boys. Yeah. All right. Thanks for listening to episode five of the Downfield Shot. Keep sending in your questions and opinions across all levels of the world of football. As always, share, like, and follow. And keep sending in your questions to our email. And thank you for listening.